lot of swearing. Hey guys, it's Shakiria and welcome back to For What It's Worth. It is currently 11 p.m. at night and I want to talk about something that God is really speaking to me about in this season and this is something that has really costed me a lot if I take time to just look back from this moment in my life and my past experiences and that is dealing with abandonment and abandonment issues and how it has affected me, how it has held me back, how it has held me back from, you know, so many things and how it has, how I have allowed it to knock so many blessings and so many opportunities. Um, It's something that no one ever ministered to me about. A lot of times we forget that as pastors, or people forget that pastors and and ministers need healing as well. We need someone to minister to us. But I found that even when I can't find someone to minister to me, God will minister to me. And I wasn't going to share this, but I just feel led like I led to share it. For the last few weeks, I have been going through emotions with a person um we've been fighting a whole lot and when we fight we fight and it feels like war and when we're not fighting you know everything is good but eventually you know if you continue to fight with a person you get tired of fighting and you're over fighting especially when you don't realize or don't really know what it is that you're fighting for or the reason, you know, that you're fighting. And um, that's something that I have been going through. And in the process of these altercations, uh, I felt a great wave of emotions. There are times I felt angry. I mean, so angry that all I can do was cry. There are times I felt and was so angry that all I can do was be silent. There are times when I was so angry where all I can do was laugh. Um, Just a whole bunch of emotions, like just emotions everywhere. And um, I didn't even know how to handle it. And every time after I would get done having an altercation with this person, I would go to God in prayer. And, or I would start talking to God and I would start expressing my frustration about this person and how I'm tired of going through this with this person and how I'm tired of their this and their that. And God would speak to me and he would say to me, okay, well, let's work up on this about you. Let's work up, you know, let's work up on this negative emotion. Let's work up on this negative thought. And so (laughs) me being who I am, I automatically got frustrated with God because I'm like you know why why if I'm if I'm talking to you or about them you know I don't want to hear about me right now I want to hear about them I want you to get an agreement with me about them 
And that's the wrong approach. A lot of times we want God to get an agreement with us against his children. And it's not in his nature. You know, um, if anything, we should be willing to get in agreement with God concerning his people. And so God was speaking to me about me and my childhood and things that I have experienced in my life growing up in a household uh, that was not stable. You know, growing up in a toxic environment, having just being a child and being in a place that, you know, wasn't a thriving environment for a kid. And even in that, a part of me wants to apologize for that statement. But although I am grateful for my mom and my parents, you know, I have to face the reality that there were a lot of things that should not have been that went. And I wasn't always provided the emotional, mental, uh, physical, whatever we want to call it, support, you know, that was needed for whatever reason. And also having that and then having going through abuse uh, and sexual abuse at a young age and not having anyone to talk to about it, you know, going through rejection in the church, just dealing with abuse from people older than me, uh, people that I thought that I should be able to trust, people that I was told that I told to trust, you know, and only to find out at a young age that I can't trust them. It made me into a person that doesn't trust anyone. And that's a really hard uh, and harsh way to live. Because as long as you live around people, you cannot live your life with walls, you know, constantly up. Walls get in the way of the blessing. Walls get in the way of the miracles. Walls get in the way of promotion. And regardless of how much no one doesn't like to hear those words, that is the ultimate truth. And we have to allow God to tear down the walls. And when God begins to tear down walls, it is extremely uncomfortable. And we don't necessarily know what to expect because it's something that we're not used to. It's one thing to go to God uh, for prayer about another person. And God flips that thing and have you to look at you. And the Bible says, let a man examine his own heart. And a lot of times, you know, we don't take the time to thoroughly examine our heart. We don't take the time to search through every file of our heart and make sure that it is a healthy file. And when I say that, I'm just, if you're tech savvy or if you know anything about, you know, cleaning up a disk on a computer, there are times you can, if you have a Mac, you can go into your finder 
and you can select certain documents uh, that you can see and you can just drag them to the recycling bin. But if you really want to clean up the memory and the catch up on the disc, you have to dig a bit deeper. And when you dig deeper and you begin to access those files up on that disc, you'd be like, where did all this stuff come from? I don't even know how this got up on uh, this computer. And that is a natural thing, but it's the same approach that we have to take when it comes to us dealing with the matters of the heart. A lot of things we have archived that are completely and totally unhealthy, a lot of things that we have archived are doesn't mean us any good whatsoever. And yet we have archived them and we have, you know, put them in a special reserved folder for whenever, you know, for whenever that situation arises again or whenever that person, you know, hurts us again or says something to, you know, piss us off or whatever like that and these things we have to deal with so instead of us becoming you know righteous in every way and in every area of our life there are there are still some areas of our heart that are full of unrighteousness full of bitterness full of resentment full of regret full of tragedy full of pain or painful memories and we have to allow the lord to take us through each folder each file of our heart and to do a deep cleanse and that is the journey that i am on i said all of that to say in fighting and in arguing with this person, I realized um, that although I did not 100% and do not 100% agree with everything this person said about me, there were some things that this person said that I realized, well, maybe I need to pay attention to them a little more. I need to inquire of the Lord why it struck such an emotional response out of me. And as I did, God began to reveal to me one of the things that I have suffered from is abandonment issues. Anytime you deal with abandonment, you are quick to give up on anything and everybody. It's kind of like your golden rule is you try me once, that's it. And that is such an unhealthy way to live because the reality is that anytime you're a person like that, you are a person that makes the same amount of mistakes, if not more than the person that you're acting, you know, or feeling that way towards. And we have to realize that we are all human beings. No one is perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody have their flaws. Everybody have their strengths and their weaknesses. And when you love people, you learn and you have to be willing to learn to work through their weaknesses. You cannot just want to walk away um, when you discover that they have weaknesses. You cannot just decide that you want to throw it away when you discover that they have weaknesses because truthfully, you wouldn't appreciate it if someone acted that way towards you and your mistakes or your outbursts or your butter moments. And 
I am in a process and on a journey of healing and getting delivered and allowing God to break off abandonment issues because it will cost me so much in the long run. And if you're dealing with it and if you can relate to this, it will cost you so much in relationships, you know, it will just cost you so much. And to be completely honest, it's not worth it. And, um, you have to allow God to help you with it. You have to just be willing to disregard the junk and to allow God to really search your heart. And my biggest issue is trusting people. And, um, I tweeted, I said, I don't know why, you know, but one of the biggest, I guess we can say pet peeves that I have, and I've always had since I was a little girl, as long as I can remember, is when I say something or I want to say something and someone is either being dismissive or ignoring me. And guys, I go to such a place of anger that it's unhealthy for myself, like And I never understood why. I always just thought it was just me feeling the emotion of how deeply disrespected that I feel. But I realized that it's rooted in as a child when pain or anything would go wrong. I didn't have a say about it. And when someone is constantly stripping away your say, you know, stripping away your right to feel or telling you that you shouldn't be upset about, you know, getting hit or getting punched or, you know, getting slapped or, you know, getting cussed out or whatever, uh, because it's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. You shouldn't be upset about the pain that you have endured. You shouldn't be upset about the molestation. Anytime you grow up in an environment like that, where you weren't allowed to feel, you weren't allowed to process the pain, you begin to eternalize it and you begin to create your own internal hard drive of junk, bitterness, and resentment. And this is the time to allow God to deal with it. And that that's what has happened. And although God has graced me and blessed me with so much, and I have had the opportunity to minister to people all over the world and touch lives all over the world because God's grace is sufficient. These are things that I have struggled with all of my life. I never got an opportunity to process the hurt. It was always put on a smile, put on your big girl (laughs) panties, as they say, and uh, go on about your business. And to be completely honest, that is such an unhealthy way to live. Nobody deserves that but we live we learn we grow and and I wish every day that I had someone to sit me down and to tell me girl it's okay to process the pain girl it's okay to process the hurt girl it's okay to process you know the abandonment issues girl it's okay like I wish I had someone 
to sit me down and to tell me that, but I didn't. And until now, God did. And he has not only graced me and given an extended grace for me to deal with this so that I won't sabotage uh, the union that God is forming between me and this person or any other relationship in my life, any other union in my life, you know, he's just allowing me to heal. God loves us enough to allow us to heal. He loves us enough to restore us. He loves us enough to repair us. He loves us enough to groom us and make us into the man or the woman that he has called and has designed for us to be. But we have to allow the Lord and we have to do a deep cleanse and get rid of the junk. So I realized that the anger and, you know, I mean, this violent anger that I get when someone ignores me or I feel like they're being dismissive is rooted in abandonment, is rooted in people constantly dismissing my emotions. It's rooted in emotional and physical, but mainly emotional abandonment. And at 24 years old, as a pastor, I really have to and had to allow God to diagnose me in the spirit and to help me with it because it's hard. It's challenging. And it has been such a challenge. You know, it's been such a heart breaking experience. And um, <laughs> it's just, it's something about God turning you inside out. But I wanted and I felt led to share that, that if you're in that place to let you know that you're not alone, let's deal with it together. I am here. I'm praying through it myself and it's getting better day by day. There are times when I go off on this person and then a few minutes later, you know, I'm truly godly sorry. And when I say go off, I'm not talking about, you know, uh, cursing or anything like that. But how many of you know that we don't have to use curse words as an indication that we're in our flesh? Anytime we are saying or spewing any type of emotion or even meditating on any type of thought about a person that doesn't glorify God is a key indicator that we are in our flesh. And so it is time to get out of the flesh. It is time to allow the Holy Spirit to get to the root of the issue. It is time to allow God to do surgery and allow God to restore you and repair you because your environment is just as important as the seed. And a lot of times we will be planting and planting and planting and planting. And we're looking and like wondering where is the harvest? Where is the harvest? And I'm going to be completely honest with you. It doesn't have anything to even do with the ground that we're sowing into in this particular case. Yes, obviously the ground is important when we get into talking about, you know, the parable of the sower in scripture. But in this case, a lot of times we sow in good ground, but the environment, the environment of 
of our heart is toxic. The environment of our heart is usurping the character of God. The environment of our heart is usurping the goodness of God. And instead of us growing and flourishing and becoming all that we were created to be, we will never live up to our full potential unless we allow God to break down the walls of abandonment, break down the walls of rejection, break down the walls of insecurity, break down the walls of low self-esteem. We have to allow healing to come to those areas in our life. It is so important. I cannot even stress how important that it is. And we have to, we must, I mean, it's an absolute must that we allow the Lord to do it. Scripture tells us in Psalms 127 verse 1, and this is the scripture that the Lord ministered to my heart and spoke to me about regarding the situation. It says, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain. That build it, except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh, but in vain. So, Basically, what the Bible is saying is that if God doesn't build it, we labor in vain. And it doesn't matter how persistent you are about any goal, about your call, about your ministry, or any God assignment or task or natural assignment or task. If your environment is toxic and if you have an internal hard drive of junk, it will usurp the move of God in your life. And until you allow God and until you take time and make time for yourself and get in the spirit and allow the Lord to go and access, I mean, do a deep cleanse for every file of your heart, you will never reach your full potential. And that's just the God's honest truth. When we build out of a place of emotional abandonment, rejection, hurt, pain, fear, uh, anxiety, worry, unbelief, whatever we, whatever name we want to give it. Anytime we build out of that place, we are building on the sand. And when the storm comes, and there will be storms in life, there will be trials and tribulation. There will be persecution. When those things come, our house won't just be shaken, but will be swallowed by the storm. And that is why any, if you, if you have, you know, any of the symptoms that, you know, that I've talked about, or, you know, if you can relate to any of the things that I've said on this podcast, that is why when things happen or when something is said to you, it feels like all of your emotions or all of these negative emotions rather come and hit you at once. And you don't know what to do from that point. Uh, it'll even, if you're not careful to sing you into a panic attack. And so we have to heal. It's time to heal. It is time to get healthy spirit, soul, and body. And so 
I was just inspired to share this with you tonight because this is something that the Lord ministered to my heart about. And I'm going to pray for you as I am praying for myself and I'm praying for every person around the world that is dealing with abandonment issues because I believe in the power of prayer. I believe that Jesus answers prayers. I believe that Jesus heals and that healing is for today. So I'm going to pray that we are all healed and that that way we can become the man or the woman of God that the Lord has called us to be and that these things will not rob us. So Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, I thank you for what you've done in our life and what you're doing in the lives of your people all around the world. Father, right now I speak peace over your people. I speak the peace that surpasseth all understanding. And I thank you for healing. I thank you for breakthrough. I thank you for deliverance. Father, we thank you for your word. Your your word says that the entrance of your word brings light. I thank you, God, that what you reveal, you heal. And I thank you, Father, that as you have revealed to us that there are some areas, and as you reveal to the person that is listening to this podcast, that there are some areas in their heart that are in need of a spiritual cleanse. Father, I thank you that we are receptive to deliverance. I thank you, Father, that right now you are cleaning us out and you are molding us and grooming us into the man or the woman that you have predestined us to be. I thank you that we will no longer be hindered, but Father, we will be whole. I thank you not just for healing, but for making your people whole. This is in Jesus' name, I pray. Thank you guys so much for listening. I pray that you were blessed. Share this podcast with someone that you know that it would bless and it would inspire. Your host, Prophetess Shakiria, and thank you for listening to For What It's Worth. For what it's worth.